0: Where, where do we begin with this? It's like we, it took us a half an hour almost, about a half hour to get set up today because um,
1: we had to relearn old technology. Well, <laughs> kind of.
0: Yeah, to get not to spend a million years on this. Uh, the the, thing, the tools we were using to record our calls and stuff don't work on the new M1 Apple Silicon
1: uh, Valley machines. Valley chips
0: and. Phil, you just got the new Mac Mini that has this I chip. I did. And
1: Thanks to Joe Biden.
0: That's right. Tax dollars at work, supporting the podcast.
1: And <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs>
0: he's he's a guest next week.
1: Oh, good. That's he's going right. to try to, get, he's gonna get, try to get, make sure all of our listeners are vaccinated. <laughs>
0: Kamala kind of wanted to, too, but I had to draw the line somewhere.
1: Well, we can't have them both on the same episode. Yeah, way. they
0: don't get along well. Oh, sure. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Um, no, we had like, and and I usually record on an older machine, so, and and then we're like, oh, crap, none of this stuff works, and we had to figure this out again, so.
1: And re-download things.
0: Fun time, And, and I, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of behind the scenes.
1: Behind the scenes into the weeds. That's exactly what this podcast needs. Wrong. You're listening to episode 63 of Time to Lean and Here's a Song with John and Phil and no special guests, but you're special. You're our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Let our service be undressed. Do you you
0: know where behind the scenes came from?
1: uh mgm no i don't know the expression i don't know
0: it dates back before or at the dawn of movies but it's not about movies actually
1: okay i, I heard
0: this on oddly enough a podcast i guess it's about, theater about or something classic yeah it's it's a theatrical thing that apparently <clears throat> during what hundred plus years ago um there was this time when uh <laughs> there were basically we would call pop-up brothels that that, oh. that went on, and they they were in theaters, and the 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 ladies that that worked these things um, literally were behind the scenery in stage plays
1: while the play was going.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I I actually wasn't clear about that, but it could be <laughs> that that while the play was going on, some of the more well-to-do gentlemen. Would, would visit behind oh, the scenes for the, I'm in action. a mission yeah. yeah and that that apparently that's where that comes from according to historical well, Hollywood. okay podcast I all right to, so. Weird. I, I was not aware of that i mean it's very obvious if, um expression but that that's where that was coined apparently
1: okay i so. like i like I always like to learn about where things phrases and words come from that's fun
0: that's right that's right
1: and everyone learned something today.
0: Damn it! You're gonna learn something on this one.
1: It's, it's good. It's good to learn something. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose uh, some. I, I'll just say that summers, we don't record quite as often during summer in general. But um, this. <laughs> well, I've been recording summer... every week. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Are you editing them by yourself and pre- <laughs> yeah, putting songs them out there? And... <laughs> Putting them all out there and everything? I
0: don't know. For some reason, they just haven't shown up. <laughs> uh,
1: I was. I, I just got done finally with this 11-week class that I I took um, for work. And, you know, they're supposed to let you take as a supervisory development. Supervisory is a weird word to say, but after half a beverage. But it's um
0: Half a beverage,
1: development class. There's a no time. Um, but... <laughs>
0: Sorry, keep going.
1: And it was uh it was an eleven week course, and it was it was way more time consuming than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I it would. I'm glad I took it. I mean, it, I learned quite a bit, and it, it you know it'll look good on something at work. But uh, it, it just was really white <laughs> kicking my ass. So, so we have it. This is. Well, this is the first time we've recorded in quite a while. So. Yeah,
0: ep- episode sixty-three is what this will be.
1: I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still working on sixty-two, but we'll get that out pretty soon, hopefully.
0: Yeah, that wasn't <coughs> that one's epic. Is Scott T. Scott had Yay. a lot to say. He he really did.
1: Well, and he always has a lot of interesting things to talk about.
0: And our third Colorado guest.
1: Yeah. I... Isn't it? Right. Wow. Yeah, D- we're, bran- D- we're branching David out. D
0: was, there too, I think.
1: Oh, well, I, yeah. I, for a second I thought you were counting Chris E, but Chris no. Christian E, but Close. he's in Wyoming still. Just right up there. Right <laughs> down,
0: right head. down the road. Down there. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah. So speaking of uh, the west, um I finally finished the last movie in my westerns project.
1: Oh, what one was night?
0: that? Uh this one was True Grit. Which was oh, the 1969 the one? Yeah, with John Wayne and Glenn Campbell are the two guys.
1: Oh, Glenn Campbell played played the drunk guy. No, I no. thought Dean um, Martin was. Um, he's in really that. young
0: then. Uh, no, <laughs> no, Glenn Campbell is the kind of sidekick guy who's played by uh, Josh Brolin, I think, in the new in the remake.
1: I, I'm merging movies.
0: Yeah, no, John Wayne is the the old old guy, Rooster Cogburn was played by jeff bridges yeah. of course in the 2010 K-1 why did Brothers i think dean
1: version. martin no, no that, i didn't think dean martin that's real right. bravo oh <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of blur together i get it
1: <laughs> they'll have some character in there that goes i go over there to go off in there uh, uh,
0: no unfortunately um um what's his name uh
1: walter brennan
0: walter brennan yeah i we've talked about him 50 times i don't know why i forget
1: that's um, how I remembered because we were... he's
0: not in this one. I don't know. <laughs> he might have been gone by then or something. That's pretty late. Oh,
1: yeah, or,
0: did... or re- actually retired. It's hard to tell how old the guy was in some of these movies.
1: And it's it's hard to CGI him in. So back then,
0: it was it was difficult. Yeah, those uh, <laughs> vacuum tube run computers that took up whole rooms.
1: But it had uh, more warmth. It had more warmth than the current uh, CGI. They,
0: they do, yeah. They they had this nice. The, the tube CGI was really nice.
1: Tube it CGI. Was, well, it was just it was just called TGI, I think, but tube generated. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it was yeah.
0: I know it was so much better.
1: Oh. Oh well.
0: <laughs> but um, I was texting with Rob about this, who kind of got me going to this, and then he hasn't had time to watch them, so ha ha on me, but. He, I was t- texting him because I recognized four different people in this movie who appeared on the original series of Star Trek. Which, given the time what? period, is not shocking, but I was, <laughs> I, I, I recognized one right in the credits, and then as we went along, it's like, wait, there's another one and another one who who n- none of the ca- actual regular cast members, but like guest star people.
1: Oh, because I know, I know at least bones was in at least one western i think he
0: did a bunch of westerns actually but uh, one of the ones i watched for uh um he is in one of the OK corral movies i think yeah but yeah he he yeah that's kind of what he did as his main gig in those days is play western characters
1: yeah and then he went to a uh, space western
0: and then he did that and that's what everybody knows now but yeah, um, yeah, four different people. It was really, really funny. I uh, I mean, Ted, no. unfortunately, Ted Cassidy did not show up in it. No. Who <laughs> was in the last Western I talked about. <laughs> so we didn't quite have the uh, the meeting, meeting of all the Star Trek pe- weird character people.
1: Um, oh, oh well.
0: But I was surprised how much I liked this movie. I was kind of thinking it would be, you know, late John Wayne stuff is pretty... <laughs> pretty tough sometimes. Yeah. Like the Green Berets, things like that. Even even though George Decay is in that one. But um, <laughs> it it's really <laughs> he was he was kinda kinda old and bloated in a bad way. <laughs> in, yeah. In these ones. And 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 I I really thought he was good in this in this movie because he, he wasn't afraid really to play a kind of <laughs> run through the wash too many times character. sure he was obviously a drunkard and kind of rougher on the edges and cranky and and he he lives the funny thing and i i don't remember exactly how much of this the coen brothers use because the movies are actually pretty similar in in a lot of the plot in fact there are a lot of there's a lot of scenes i recognized even though i haven't seen it since 2010 when it came out but the character is pretty similar and and i don't remember i don't think this happens in, in, in the remake but uh rooster cogburn played by john wayne he he hangs out at this chinese man's general store i think it is it's hard hard to tell one one scene he's got stuff on the wall and other times he's like cutting up bacon or what he's doing but they they play cards most of the time the tune (laughs) oh and and a cat (laughs) he's like his name is like colonel such and such (laughs) yeah It's, I, I should look that up. Some it's a funny. The name of the cat is.
1: The name is General Sterling Price. <coughs> Colonel, Colonel Sanders. John
0: Smith or something. Like <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just a strange little setup, but really, he's quite he's quite good in it, and he has a lot of scenes with the the young woman who plays the.
1: Uh, wait the the cat has a lot of scenes. Is this behind the scenes? What's going on? Well,
0: you've seen the Coen Brothers version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're, they're also a, a, a guess a while lady ago in who who's the one who's hiring those guys to avenge his father's death, her father's death, and okay, um,
1: interesting premise.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting twist on the revenge thing where the the person driving it is is female for one thing. Yeah, uh, that's that uh, in 1969. That that was quite different. Yeah, um, but the The scenes with John Wayne and uh, Kim Darby is the actor's name who played the the gal and they're quite good. <laughs> they kind of have scenes where they're just talking about stuff and you know she she's very very tough and oh I'll have to check it out smart and everything. It's it's a great really great performance and it's really good in the remake too. I I I don't take anything away from that but. The it, it's a little obviously that Cohen Brothers one has more odd stuff in it, yeah. And it's got some different stylistic things, and probably I mean Glenn Campbell is pretty good, but he he kind of gets out outshone, outshone
1: <laughs> shined I
0: don't by know. by the uh, by the leads. Actually,
1: either is acceptable. Evidently, outshined or outshone. I don't think you can say outshoon. Yeah.
0: It, it's it's pretty well done. There's some actually funny things in it. Um, a very young Robert Duvall is one of the bad guys. Oh, funny. Um, a very another one, another one that I kind of didn't notice at first was um, uh, Dennis Hopper is in it.
1: Oh, for Pete's sake! He has
0: one scene where he, you know, spoiler alert, but he, like gets awful things done to him.
1: <laughs> oh. No nice
0: good old dennis hopper but
1: Get the shit kicked out of him or something
0: something like that i think his gets his hand cut off before is shot or something
1: like that jeez <laughs> and then, then they make
0: they make him <laughs> de-feather a turkey or something
1: <laughs> what the heck
0: yeah it's 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 definitely uh has it's oddity and you know that the the dialogue in it is is actually pretty clever and interesting and and i so i think the cohen's Borrowed a lot more from it than I originally thought.
1: Interesting. So it's, uh, I wonder why they they, did they, that. they must have liked
0: it. <laughs> I that's it, I can see why yeah. it would appeal, but uh, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty good. It ha- it has its downsides for sure. And as a John Wayne skeptic myself, I, I found myself pretty won over by
2: it. Well, so you found the right role at the time,
0: yeah, it, it, it totally is. Yeah. It's it's good. Even it definitely looks of its time, and it also has amazing photography. They shot it in Colorado, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Back to we're gonna
1: have to mention Colorado every episode now. Every
0: episode, Colorado, or someone from Colorado. Even though I haven't been there in twenty years or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. It 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 was shot on location in a bunch of national park forest areas and stuff, and it looks beautiful. It's great scenery. All right. so there you go.
1: So five thumbs up. Well, and I, it, it's definitely. What what is that classification? The hired hired gun. Mm, that
0: that's a professional plot one, or it's also a revenge category too.
1: Oh, wow, both. It's a crossover. Yeah, yeah. It's a hybrid.
0: <laughs> it pro- I haven't read the chapter on that one yet, but I, I'm guessing that's where it's going to fall.
1: Oh, okay. So, and that was what what again?
0: It's called. Uh, Six Guns and Society. Yeah, okay. And this movie does have a lot of societal things to say in it that are are kind of there in the background. So, huh. All right. Like like a lot of good westerns, that that you can read them that way.
1: So. Well, what are you that, drinking? Oh well. I actually drank a. Uh, what did a you summit. drink? I, I, I had summit extra pale ale. I had a few in the fridge. I, I bought some a while back when it started getting warm before it got cold again. And uh, you know, it's nice to have a beer after doing yard work or something when it's hot. And uh, something's happened with my sinuses or something. I don't know what it is, but I get I get a I get a headache now when I <laughs> with the, with the hops. It's oh, odd.
0: Just the hops specifically do that.
1: Yeah, it 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 kind of gives me a sinus kind of headache.
0: How strange!
1: It, it closes up my nose a little bit, and maybe I have an allergy to hops. Now I've tried other beers, and um, like the Ambers were the kind of beers I like the best anyway. But and I didn't have the, that problem there, so it's odd. I don't know. Fine. How but then I then I switched to a, a Scotch and soda.
0: Old Reliable. Ah. Uh scotch
1: i i ran out of my scotch by scotch though that you got the other day and i'm on uh,
0: it wasn't literally the other day you didn't go through a 1.75 liter of scotch in two days
1: no did you (laughs) no it was pretty i went through it faster than i am am proud i'm not proud of that but yeah whatever what are you drinking
0: so i have a tattersall old-fashioned from a bottle, Ooh. so it's a pre-made cocktail that you buy in well, a bottle.
1: Okay. And is I don't normally
0: get these things.
1: No, I don't either. I don't like them usually.
0: And I I picked this up because we were traveling a week or two ago to visit family, and I just wanted something easy to take that I could pour on ice and yeah, just and and I I don't know, just like hey, let's try it. And Tattersall is a local distillery cocktail room place here in the twin cities
1: yeah so if anybody could do it maybe they they make good stuff
0: they, yeah they make very q- good quality spirits i've had some of their other beverages before and yeah they they make yeah they, they make several different ones um but this is a, this is an old-fashioned made with rye with their own rye whiskey and their own ch- sour cherry liqueur
1: yeah which, nice
0: uh, is a pretty good Combo in general. Yeah. It's a, it, out of the bottle, it comes out at uh, 35%, so it's a, obviously a little watered down, but it's not so bad, assuming you're yeah. starting with, say, a 45% rye whiskey. And it's, you know, it's okay. I, I found if I, if I try it neat, it, it, it is definitely too sweet. It, mm. it kind of tastes almost Manhattan ish that there, there's too much cherry or whatever else is in there oh and if it it spends a little bit of time in the ice it starts to melt and it gradually gets better actually from okay the dilution i assume
1: maybe let it set a little bit <laughs> so yeah
0: i've noticed that it it has a range of of huh. of too too sweet and and you can still start i mean it's not weak and the the booze level is fine I just think that overall there's too much sweet liqueur in there, but you hit a sweet spot, haha, with (laughs) with it (laughs) as 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 it sits, and it improves. Um, Okay. The the danger of, of this, of course, is that it can easily turn to cough syrup taste.
1: Oh. I'm always scary right. of
0: anything with cherry in it because that's the worst. Like, you, oh, the Robitussin effect happens. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. Robitussin
1: effect. I remember that movie in the '70s, the Robitussin effect. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's classic. Yeah.
1: That was TGI also.
0: <laughs> I I think that was uh wasn't that a, like one of those paranoid conspiracy, thrillers? <laughs> <laughs> I think Robert Redford was in it.
1: Yeah, he was uh, Carl Robitzen.
0: Carl Robitzen. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carl Robitzen. You know, like some booze?
3: And
1: and uh, oddly enough, Carl Malton was in the movie, but his name was Carl Redford. I don't know. It was weird. I don't, I didn't quite get that movie.
0: No, I'm waiting for the the new this newly discovered director's cut <laughs> that David Lynch is supervising. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs>
1: and then Martin Scorsese is. Uh, it's doing an edit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched something. I don't know what all he's editing, and I. but I watched something of his. He did a... There was a... It was a... Uh, somebody was going to make a documentary about a Bob Dylan tour with a bunch of people, um, kind of a gypsy caravan sort of thing, and they were playing really small venues. I forgot the name of, of the tour, but... Why am I talking about this? But um, it was something circus or I don't know, whatever. Wrong. Rolling Thunder Review, a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. 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 Outshone. But somehow, I guess somebody gave all the footage to Martin Scorsese and he however he pronounces his name this this year but um he uh you know he can he can make anything into a movie and it was it was it was interesting oh maybe the narrator will say what it was called i don't know but
2: well is this
0: now are you talking about uh no direction home
1: no this was
0: that that's that's a bob dylan thing
1: yeah this was um this is new I don't know how old it is, but it's it's some kind of rebel circus, or I don't know. that We'll, we'll figure it out.
0: Oh, he must be a super fan.
1: I guess. But but then again, you know, on the SCTV world, he was going to do, he was working on a documentary about SCTV, and I don't know what happened with that. Did uh-huh. we talk See, about that, that was,
0: last No, we. I think it got mentioned, but, and, and then I probably gave you crap for not watching Freaks and Geeks.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, We're we've just, already taken it. We'll just keep in these loops. And yeah, Joe Flattery played the... Yep. <laughs>
0: Plays the dad.
1: He dressed up as a. <laughs> I, I'm making fun of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. He did a cameo where he dressed up as a Count Floyd. <laughs> kind of.
0: Oh, that Count Floyd.
1: <laughs> but, you know, anyway, I don't know what happened to this documentary, but it's, it's, uh, it's stuck somewhere. Well, I hope he better it... keep going on that. I don't know. The SCTV SCTV fans are not happy. No. Uh, Sad. (laughs) Hello. You all know me. I'm Ed Uncle Hat. You know, I was driving down the road the other day and I got to thinking. What's more important? Dollars and cents or common sense? I think you know what I'm getting at. You can have all the money in the world, but it isn't going to buy you one lick of common sense. Or can it? I got a 12-step program that you can buy into. It's very inexpensive. You don't need a lot of dollars and cents to get common sense. All you need to do is send me about, I don't know, 13 packs of smokes or a First class stamps and I'm gonna send you this this booklet. Yeah, it's more of a pamphlet, but it's got twelve steps to help you become a, a better you. Just call one eight hundred nine eight six two five nine. And I'm gonna send you this this booklet, brochure, pamphlet, right to your door. Make sure I know your address too. This is, yeah, don't go ahead. Thanks for listening.
0: Well, do you want to knock out a few topics that are have been festering in our...
1: I don't know. Our, we could try. Are we going to do, what was the mystery grab bag topics or something? <laughs> I we,
3: don't know. We, so John
1: and I have a list that we don't look at very often, as you can probably tell. And, and, yeah. uh, and sometimes we think, oh, we should look at the topic list. Okay. But... Uh,
0: Did we talk about the McRib...
1: wow Um, it's already gone again now isn't it
0: it is it's it's uh, out of season again or whatever
1: well yeah i i remember we both tried it we definitely because
0: we we said hey it's on our topic list we should both get one while they're
1: we we were going to talk about it yeah and i just don't know while they're sort of hot get them while they're sort of hot
0: okay i'm i i vote we don't talk about it
1: (laughs) well we we started Oh okay.
0: What was your was, impression of the McRib the last time you had one? I last year or whatever that was.
1: I guess basically McRib, you know. it basically made me think that McDonald's doesn't really need to use real meat anymore. Because I, I think I think they could make that out of soy and it wouldn't yeah. taste any it wouldn't taste any different. And and the sauce it needs something else. I don't know, maybe you can customize it or something, but it's just kind of there, you know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, well, it, and it, it, it's, it's made to take it, it. It even has kind of some fake sort of fatty things. Like if you eat a, a real ribs, real ribs, I don't know. It, it was, it's, it's like soylent, um, brown or something. I don't know. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is soylent brown. Um, yeah, I, I always wonder about cheap, Fast food, meat stuff. But as we know, or probably know, the only reason it it is sold at the price it is is because that kind of meat production is subsidized in our country, right? And I have to, and and the equivalent meat substitute, whether it be Impossible, blah blah blahs, and all the other things that are out. The only reason those are more expensive is probably due to that subsidy, because it actually costs more to raise cattle and all that stuff than it does and to not make even soy-based meat substitute. I'm pretty sure. Not
1: even talking about the, uh, on the environment. I mean, Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not even getting to, to that, which is a huge issue, but...
1: The, mass the fact, producing cows is is very expensive in other ways.
0: It is, yes. We we do pay a huge price. The same thing with oil, which it's actually related. Yeah,
1: right. I know. <laughs> Oddly enough,
0: you know. Again, it's. But even taking that out, and and again, another factor is probably the the quantities involved. Yeah, and if if you had mass production in the economies of scale, um, and, and yes, I I guess it's kind of remarkable that Burger King can. Do an Impossible Whopper, and I think it costs the same as a normal one, right?
1: I don't know. I haven't compared the prices, but, but I'm, I'm tried sure it, it. doesn't cost it.
0: eight bucks or something like that.
1: No, no.
0: So yeah, it, 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 if like I go seven. to the if I go to the grocery store and I look in the burgers area, you know, unmade burgers area, yeah. and you, you, it's like two Impossible patties and it's like six bucks or seven bucks for two of them or something like that.
1: No, maybe joe biden will switch the subsidies around
0: <laughs> that's a that's a big a big lift and <laughs> but the equivalent beef i mean i think if you got super high-end grass-fed sustainably blah 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 not not factory farmed beef oh yeah i, it I, costs I, I
1: buy a lot too. better i buy a lot better stuff now
0: yeah yeah i i, I try to do that too and but it's just the the fact that it, you, there is a reason it costs what it does and in McDonald's if if it costs if they flip that and that the 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 meat substitute what was subsidized that way yeah yeah that's what most of that would be because and they they don't cuz they that. put
1: it they put everything in molds and things like that anyway with extruders or something yeah it would just yeah. be a different protein basically and it still have the flavors. I mean like their hamburgers, right. the chicken nuggets, the McRib. None of that needs to be real meat.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest candidate <laughs> on the McDonald's menu for meat substitute would be the McNugget, which is practically a fake thing anyway, because it's made it's out not... of this nasty ass <laughs> kind of slurry thing that I mean you don't want to yeah. They're pretty bad. Bo- pretty bad. And the McRib is a great example too. Although it's just sometimes it remind It is molded. It reminds me sometimes when I, the last time I ate one, it really has a similar flavor profile to their breakfast sausage. Oh. It doesn't have the same seasoning, but it reminds me of that. And I think that's how they make it. They probably just take oh. whatever. And they they do that. And, okay. And the other thing, and back to the actual sandwich itself, is that the, the level of sauce that they give you really varies. Depending oh. on which one. I have found some of them are almost drowning in it.
1: Uh, the one I had, I only had one this last round and it was way too much sauce.
0: See, I I, I find them pretty bad if you don't get a lot of sauce on them. And, and their sauce oh. is also really sweet.
1: I, I think you would need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Too I, sweet I just too...
0: don't find them very good without a lot of sauce.
1: Covers, <laughs> I'm not sure they lot should of have, have less sauce. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should have less sauce.
0: No, no, no. More sauce is good, and of course they are as sloppy as hell to eat.
1: Yeah, it's not a good road trip.
0: No, no. So road trip meal. That's the McRib. There's a lot of stuff people talk. <laughs> it's it's an amazingly popular sub- subject for discussion out on the internets. Oh, I didn't know. There, there's all these th- well the, the theories of why they come when they do are are. <laughs> all all over the place the one that makes the most sense to me is that it's based on the prices of pork and what kind of deals they get and and if they get an especially good deal then they do they do the McRib for a while oh okay that's my i think that makes the most sense it's the most logical but there's other again
1: <laughs> it doesn't need to be real pork come on mcdonald's it could just well, be anything
0: yeah they they can do it and and they are. I know they've tested a lot of I'm sure they are. Things yeah. they they do. They have been for a while now. They, they, but one hasn't really taken hold on their menu yet. But I bet it. McDonald's
1: will U. Like yes, at McDonald's
0: old... University in Illinois, <laughs> you can bet right now that they're the, working the, on it. The food labs there are are testing them.
1: Oh yeah. As well, we maybe speak. we maybe they'll let us have it. Take a tour. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you're listening, I'll go. I haven't, I haven't been there since uh, I was in high school, so.
1: Yeah, ma- they might make you wear the hat again, though.
0: <laughs> maybe we can invite Greg to come, too.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah, he'll come.
0: He could. Yeah, he would definitely come.
1: I think maybe I asked you this before <laughs> when we recorded with him, but did you get a little cape, too? Or just, you didn't have a cape, did you? A cape? With your outfit, your uh, band outfit.
0: No, what they did was they gave you this vest. That you put like an overlay that went over your high school band uniform. Oh, okay. That that's it. And they made you wear spats.
1: I think they should have like a half a, a cape that went halfway down your back or something. That'd be fancy. With a yeah, it's embarrassing. I'm on, on it.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> Was I? It.
1: Speaking of food, what what have you been? Uh, have you tried any new things?
0: I tried no? any new things. Yeah, I don't
1: know. You always, or, or like, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the the most successful <laughs> recipe I made recently was this really remarkable. Back to barbecue stuff again, but this remarkable barbecue chicken kebab thing.
1: Oh, you sent me the recipe. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Try that.
0: It, it it's remarkable, and I I've, I've made it twice now. Um, so, sorry for the non meat eaters. <laughs> well, we talked about episode. the other stuff earlier. <laughs> This, I mean, it, it's Cook's <laughs> Illustrated, America's Test Kitchen. I mean, that I've talked about them before, but their their things always seem to work. Oh, I mean, this one them. showed up on the TV show. They're the one that they run on PBS, and it's on YouTube as well. Um, and it just like seemed like a lot of really good ideas. And so what what it is basically are boneless, skinless chicken thighs.
1: Yeah. That you kind that's of that's the way to go.
0: You do a dry rub. So, or, or, I'm sorry, a dry brine uh, with, with salt, and you you let it sit for an hour or so in the fridge. Get salt. A good little salt brine.
1: Okay.
0: Dry brine, of course, and then you you coat it with spices, including smoked paprika.
1: Yeah, that's Just, my that's one of my go-to spices now.
0: It's really good on these, so it makes them look all nice and a deep dark red. Mm. color but the secret weapon on this thing is (laughs) is you you coat it the pieces of chicken with bacon paste now then what you do to make that is you take like a couple of strips of raw bacon and you put them in a food processor until it, it it basically makes this paste yeah. it just turns into a paste if you process it and then you you coat that with the spices on the chicken and put them on skewers
1: so this is uncooked bacon yeah. mm-hmm. okay right all right yeah i yeah, was it... like how does that work
0: nope turns into a crumble if you <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> also kind of
0: tasty but
1: well you could put some crumbles on afterwards <laughs> and, and, it,
0: and a lot of skewer recipes i think will put pieces of bacon next to the meat the chicken yeah. or whatever or wrap something yeah, yeah. Wrap, bacon wrap things are, are huge and and that that's its own it can be good but the the commentary on the recipe said that when they tried this that you kind of got this just fatty pieces of bacon in there yeah and and the chicken still didn't quite benefit from it and this way it coats it and kind of gets this a little bit of extra smokiness on the outside oh yeah the bacon but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't become a bacon thing it's just an huh. added but the the char and the the flavor is great the chicken stays really
1: moist <laughs> what do you do with the so so it it's just chick... you don't do anything to the chicken thighs you don't like ground them up or anything
0: no you you just cut them in little chunks yeah you salt them leave them sit for an hour in the salt and then you coat them with bacon paste and spices, put them on skewers and put them on the grill.
1: Okay. And then All you right. put
0: barbecue sauce on partway through. Cool. And the recipe has a really good homemade barbecue sauce recipe, which also is, you don't have to use it. It's definitely, uh you can, I've made it with store-bought barbecue sauce and it works fine, but yeah. the one, the recipe for their barbecue sauce, which is basically molasses, Worcestershire, little mustard and ketchup and And you take some raw onion and you shave it into the sauce. Mm. And it's very good. It's also not very sweet. Kind of the opposite of a McRib barbecue
1: sauce. Yeah. Wow. That's way too sweet.
0: It's really, the sauce is great too. And if you have time, it's worth doing. As You you just simmer that for 15 minutes and then you just brush it on. And it, it, it just, it sounds really like blah, blah, barbecue chicken skewers, whatever. But it's, it's so much better than any similar thing I've ever had. And, uh-huh. they, and it's not right. hard to do. <laughs> that's the best part. So if you're See. curious, just search that on YouTube under America's Test Kitchen. They, they recently did a, a video on how to make them, and it, they're, they're great. So that, that's probably the best good thing we've had. Um, we've had a couple of post-vaccination restaurant meals, which has been great yeah we went out for breakfast this morning at a local dive that oh that was, i haven't been
1: was, out to breakfast for years or it, it feels that that like
0: was really good i <laughs> i don't I, I don't miss the the amount of money we spend but <laughs> the yeah. otherwise it, i i have missed
1: it <laughs> yeah we all saved money the past year now
0: i i think so at least i i feel like i should have but i don't seem to have any more <laughs>
1: well it it just goes in other places
0: i know you just want well i can buy this now Mm. well
1: yeah so what about what about you phil have you had better stuff
0: new uh culinary experiences
1: we uh jody and i have been trying to eat to eat better and we've been doing pretty good and so you know more working in more vegetables and that kind of stuff and and uh let's see i'm trying to think we we tried to make our own um Ramen and it was the broth wasn't very good. We got to experiment with it. Have it was, you ever was, been? He- sorry to interrupt you, but it he- was healthy, it was healthy. But it just <laughs>
0: have you been to any actual ramen restaurants?
1: Well, around here, we 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 recently went back to tongue in cheek, uh, in St. Paul, there on um, and they oh, make tongue ramen, <laughs> they <laughs> they well, they're in cheek. They, it's, it's the uh uh pork. They have a lot of pork belly stuff, which isn't in a okay. cheek, I guess. But um, they're the ones that do the cocktail flight, and they have some really fun cocktails. But um, yeah, they do they do ramen and and uh, um, oh, maybe a faw. I don't know. I but anyway, but they but of course they do other things too. But it's kind of an Asian. I wouldn't call it an Asian restaurant, but it's got, definitely has, most of their, uh, most of their meals are Asian. Influenced, at least. I had a weird, weird beverage with, uh, I think it's called the dragon something or other, and it's got sake and... Chasing the dragon. uh, (laughs) I think, I'm trying to think, basically. Mother of Dragons, Jalapeno-infused Windsor, Matilde Peche, and Passion Fruit. Not responsible for pronunciations. Also, evidently, it didn't have any sake but, in it. But they they try to get that Unami sort of thing going on, and even in their That's some of their drinks, they put
0: heroin in it, right?
1: <laughs> that reminds me of a different movie, or a Billy um, Dan
0: song. Sorry.
1: We'll see. It was. I think it had a a little bit of ghost pepper, um, something in there. I, I don't know. It was. It was. It had a little bit of a kick. That was fun. But that was my last. Uh, that they have good ramen there. We, I we, to, to get the broth right, we should have worked on the broth quite a bit more. I think before putting the noodles in, that was probably the. I think it was once kind of watery.
0: If you find a good broth recipe, you'll you'll be good. Um,
1: yeah, we we'll, we can experiment. Yeah, I think the recipe we had was heavily heavy on the healthy, which didn't have as much flavor. But we'll get we'll we'll work it out. That's that's yeah. hard to
0: do, definitely.
1: Yeah, we're doing pretty good with that. I I've, I've lost a few pounds. I I I gained. I get the, I think everyone probably has had the, their covid weight gain and that kind of thing. But.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> so. I I actually I I have a theory that well, of course, during the warm months I tend to be outside doing yard work and things and that burns calories, but Sure. Um I I'm actually, always healthier in the summer. <laughs> I think part of the reason I've gained more weight in the last year was because I was home more so you eat more. Yeah. And also, I, I I think playing music actually burns a fair amount of calories.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I don't know that for sure. We'll see when things ramp up again here pretty soon, whether that has much effect.
1: But Well, another thing I've noticed for myself is that if I'm doing a lot of physical labor, I don't eat as much for some reason.
0: I think there's a connection there. Yep. The, the, I, I, exercise can suppress appetite a little bit, I think. In a healthy yeah. way, not not like like, don't eat at all. But sure, yeah, like yeah, that,
1: I don't that's know. a thing. Another another food thing that uh, my wife has been working with uh, reducing gluten. She doesn't have that celiac disease or whatever, but I, officially, but it does uh, it does affect her. But she we, we uh you know we have frozen pizzas sometimes, and she experimented with several different kinds. Like the cauliflower crust and whatever else, but we found this one called uh, I think it's Bonza, and it has a chickpea crust. Hmm. And I, if anyone's gluten free but wants a fro- frozen pizza, I, that's the one I would recommend. It only comes, as far as I know, it only comes with cheese. Uh, they only make like cheese cheese pizza, but um, you can put other stuff on it. But I would definitely recommend that if anyone's trying trying the, the gf thing
0: yeah that's a good good uh reminder that one, one of the things that I, I i i know i've talked about this when we talked about pizza but um a year or so ago probably two actually i, I tend to drop a year <laughs> when i think about oh no, last know. year was actually two years ago
1: wow uh, time is really weird right now
0: and i uh i i was having difficulty making frozen pizza well in my oven and so i invested in a baking stone or pizza stone and i i like the results from them but the the ones i the particular ones i I ordered both i I tried two different ones and they both gave off this noxious chemical smell when you heated them for pizza and no it's not good at all and (laughs) i mean it was it was awful it made the house smell horrible
1: for like days. <laughs>
0: well, it wasn't wasn't no no. I, I, I didn't need a hazmat suit to enter my kitchen. It wasn't that bad, but um yeah. But that was that was a no go. So I well, what, gave up. They
1: have, it, have it coated with something, or I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Something in the manufacturing did that, and I went back on Amazon and looked at the reviews, and sure enough, every say third or fourth one was it gives off a horrible smell exclamation point <laughs> oh. even though a lot of people had good luck with them but so and it was a highly rated one by a bunch of review sites so i uh, whatever been <coughs> and, and of course i sent it back twice and i'm sure they got thrown in the garbage but talk about wasteful yeah <laughs> this and they're heavy they if you've ever oh that, to
1: ship those yeah. yeah
0: yeah they ship it to you that costs a lot and then you you send it back and <laughs> and it gets thrown away because it's been used. I mean, well, nobody's going to yeah. buy a used pizza stone.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: So I, I gave up <sighs> and stopped for a while, and then I I just thought, well, I'm the other version people use is called a baking steel. So it's a big slab of steel that you put Weird. in there that does a similar effect. It traps the heat and gets you a better crust. And it, they're they're more intended for fresh homemade doughs, not really frozen oh. pizzas, but they do yeah. they, they do help. Yeah. And so I finally invested in one of those. They cost more, of course. It's this really big heavy piece of metal that you put on your the rack of your oven. Heavy metal. It is heavy.
1: Heavy metal pizza.
0: And the the good thing of course it's metal so it's not gonna smell yeah. It, so far, it, it's really good. I, 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 One of these days, I'm going to try a fresh homemade dough on it because that's what it's meant to do. And yeah, it's like what you do. It, and, of course, you like, you heat your oven with this thing in it for like an hour at 400, 500 degrees. Wow. To, and, and, and this piece of metal soaks up the heat. And when you put your pizza on it, it releases it all really quickly. Wow. It gets you this great great dew on the crust Wow and it also you can you can cook bread on them and stuff like that and
1: yeah well sure
0: so' we'll, okay so that I think that helps with the frozen pizza though <clears throat> my so youngest you daughter is soggy uh, bottom <laughs>
1: <laughs> my youngest daughter is the uh, baker in in training she but I, I said okay we got to learn how to make a uh, pizza crust to our own pizza crust so that's what we're gonna try aha uh-huh. Say what? uh, You had me watch uh, Ugly Delicious. um, Yeah, we're we're
0: still watching that that series on Netflix. Yeah,
1: I watched some of them, but like you pointed out, they're evidently not in order for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, I don't know
0: why, but it when I that's odd. It played me the most recent episode (laughs) when I when I went to start it. Usually, the apps don't do that, but this one did. No, so (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, it was it was kind of disjoining. Mm-hmm. but whatever
0: oh that's a good series uh they they kind of combine a lot of elements of food shows
1: sure well then and they have their little bits too i i was thinking i i thought of you with <laughs> you know like on the podcast we have some bits sometimes but um you know like little people show up or there's some kind of animation or something or <laughs> right? i don't know i i thought that was kind of fun it isn't, you know. The other I watched. Uh, well, just keeping with that, it still is. Uh... I am enjoying it because I I think one of the things that he's he's talking about it primarily is um, the, the, the he, connection. This is, to...
0: uh, David Chang, who's the thank the you. Main chef.
1: Yeah, you know he, him. He, he's sort of the host. He lets other people have their moments and mm-hmm. stuff. But he, he definitely keeps trying to come back to, hey, Asian food started at all or whatever. Yeah, but,
0: and David Chang, he's Korean-American. Yeah. So he has some definite ideas.
1: You know, he has good points, and they talk about the history of this kind of thing. And uh, I it's a pretty good show. And then on that line, I um there's another one that just came out. I think it's more recently called High on the Hog. Have you heard of that one yet?
0: No, I don't know that one.
1: Well, there's a a book, I think it's, uh, I'm guessing it's a a book about um, black culinary traditions by Jessica Harris. Um, And this other chef named uh, Stephen Satterfield, I believe, was kind of inspired by that. So anyway, the show, you know, I've only seen one episode and I I thought I didn't know anything about it. Of course, I thought it's going to be kind of like ugly, delicious or. Some kind of Anthony Bourdain thing, you know. Somebody goes around and tries different foods and talks about the culture a little bit. But this, this is way more, way more in depth about the the connection of because w- the first episode that he he goes to Africa, and uh, and so they, again they're talking about the sim- similarities of how the food got, br- what food got brought over, and how they just had to use the the ingredients that were was. That were he was here, <laughs> the ingredients that were here, jeez, and uh, to make their own versions of what they used to eat. But it's it's really powerful. I I wasn't expecting. I don't know. I, I it it's 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 very in depth and it has a lot of history. I, I definitely would recommend that. Just the it isn't just about hey this this food came from Africa and this is different ingredients or something. And it, it, it talks a, a lot about the history of, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing more episodes of that as well. So I rec- I would recommend that. But,
0: cool. Hey, hey, speaking of the uh, ugly delicious show, have you watched the, the, the one about Indian food yet?
1: Yeah. That, that was, that, that one
0: that, was great. I really, boy, that, that got was me pretty really wild. Interested. I,
1: I think, I think one of the most memorable scenes from that episode's episode was, uh, well, there was there were a few but uh it was it was a, like a spice yard or something where they had all the pepper and and yeah
0: and, that was just insane how they and, where they make all the the spices and
1: it just they just they're just uh got this huge like rake thing to rotate it in the sun and
0: yeah yeah
1: that was really cool <laughs> and then he's like oh I'm gonna taste that it was like totally different than the pepper we have here you know
0: oh that was great. the other
1: thing too I I learned from that is um, the curry spice thing, you know. In America, we have little bottles of, or or jars of curry, curry spice. powder, yeah, curry powder, or what yes. we just
0: call curry, yeah,
1: yeah. And it, it's like it's not even it's not even really the same thing. No, but, that,
0: that's definitely a westernized, you know, <laughs> appropriation thing where we just call it all this generic name
1: it's like cumin and something else mixed together. Yeah, yeah, it's a something.
0: combination of a bunch of different spices and it, and it, it, it doesn't it's it's, it's it's almost meaningless really. Because there it takes curry like whatever you call curry like there's also Thai curries and all these other things which are just like it's like English colonialism speak for exotic somewhat asian spicy thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> it's a generic term. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, I didn't know that either, so I learned quite a bit on that episode. So.
0: Yeah, that, and of course that that features uh, Padma Lakshmi, who's the the kind of the lead host of uh, Top Chef, which I've been watching for a long time. Oh, sure. She's uh, she knows her shit definitely.
1: And of course, they—I don't know if it's just a chef thing, but they 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 do drop the f bomb every now and then. They have to. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. it's it definitely true to life, I guess that way.
1: yeah Yeah. that's a good I don't know I don't know if I've been watching anything else I'm trying to think
0: yeah I hadn't been watching many movies lately the the True Grit was the um, most recent oh I watched this other World War II movie which was really interesting too called Decision Before Dawn which doesn't sound that exciting (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not sure there literally was a decision that somebody had to make before dawn
1: <laughs> Don Pardo
0: but uh, it, it does oh. feature the first um, American movie, at least Performance of Oscar Werner Who's somebody I always really like
2: oh, He's a German, German I... actor
0: who Who's probably most well-known for um, The Spy Who Came In From The Cold Which is a favorite of mine Sure And um, Uh François Truffaut's uh, *Jules and Jim*. Oh wow! Art Art artsy movie. Uh, yeah. To. Uh, to uh, it's kind of a a three way, <laughs> relationship <laughs> the French. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he also was the origin in the original version of Fahrenheit four five one.
1: Wow! So no, uh, I've seen I've seen these, but I don't remember him. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He, he's, I, if
1: I, if if somebody put a picture up on my screen, I'd be oh yeah, okay.
0: Really but, good German, Ameri- You know, he's a German actor who just happens to speak really good English. And sure, um, this this is kind of a end of World War Two espionage movie, and they recruit these German POWs to go back into Germany to get information on where the army what the army is doing so that they can plan attacks and things like that. And sure. he's one of the ones they recruit to do that. It, it's actually very good. And it's filmed in Germany with a lot of German actors in 1950 or so. Wow. And it, it's actually, except for the fact that they all speak English the whole time. <laughs> right. that's like, okay, well, 1950. Other
1: than that, it's pretty authentic.
0: It's But they filmed a lot of it in German towns. Which are still looking very bombed out from the war, yeah and using German actors and it it's actually a really interesting
1: movie. Hmm. and that's one wow. of the ones
0: that's on my dad's movie list, yeah that i I got from him and it, it it's actually very well done and it's something I'd never heard of before. I think most people have forgotten about it, but it's a, if you ever run across it, it's very good.
1: Oh, I'm getting hungry. We were talking about food earlier. Yeah,
0: yeah. What are you? You're you're gonna you're gonna grill tonight, right? This is yeah. A weekend.
1: I, <laughs> I uh, I got some. Well, to kind of celebrate getting done with this damn class, I I got some steaks to grill. I haven't had steak for a long time.
0: Oh, we're doing steak tonight too.
1: And I I just I didn't know what kind of I don't I never know really what kind of cut to get. And it was Memorial Day, so you know they they had really huge things or they were out of some things. Or, I mean, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, it's not Memorial Day today. We don't record on that day of what well, this is. It's a holiday. But no. Um, anyway, I got sirloin steak. I don't know. I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know what we have. Uh, <laughs> whatever was on sale last week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I'm probably going to do a marinade for these, even though if you buy really good quality steak, you don't mess with them like that. But well, these are I just cheap probably.
1: Out. I don't know. I think I'll. I used to just put salt and pepper on, but maybe I'll put a little olive oil on too to see if that crisps crisps it out on the. Well, yeah, and you're more.
0: you're doing charcoal, so you don't have too much yeah. trouble getting a good sear. That's the the key. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: that's well. If I, I I found that if I close up, I have to. I can't close my lid all the way even with the vents open, because it seems like the coals cool down too fast. So I've been kind of messing with that. I leave it, kind of. Hmm cracked open more for some reason i don't know i have a really i have your old 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 charcoal when did grill i from... did it
0: give you that weber kettle like in the 90s <laughs> yeah Something like that a couple and, and, a couple and somebody of the... gave that to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple of the things on the bottom where you scrape the you know the charcoal paste are are kind of gone but i still use it <laughs> that that's a, a
0: what what a testimonial to those <laughs> Weber kettles longevity. It's it's. I,
1: I have thing. replaced the the grate once, but the <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, the only other thing I'll, I'll I'll mention is that and and this is a little premature, but we'll we'll see. By the time <laughs> it might be definite by the time this gets released, uh-huh. but um, we oh. have uh, gotten in in the kind of in a our spot in a queue for a golden retriever puppy. Yeah and um through a a, a family that's having a litter out out in Rapid City actually yeah. um, they only feed them taco johns when they're <laughs> 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 i we insist on that
1: that's the, they're the only breeder that <laughs> feeds their dogs
0: taco johns taco burgers <laughs> taco burger raised puppies <laughs> <laughs> oh that's horrible um <laughs> I happens could... ha- happens to be um some some people that a friend of the show Paul S no Paul knows. S knows yeah yeah he was kind enough to put me in the in touch with them and and the the mom is expecting uh at the end of June or so here huh. and with any luck by you know we'll we'll have one to bring home you know by September so
1: that's just crazy. You yeah, haven't had a dog? You haven't had a dog for a long, long time. A long
0: time, And I I that's my slando. family had a golden retriever when I was growing up. I got this yeah. puppy at 10 years old. <laughs> I was 10. Not the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and I I just liked that that particular breed. They're they're really good-natured and sweet and sure. all, I mean that that a lot of people end up liking dogs that they had growing up. That that's a thing. Oh yeah. Sure. I think that that drives a lot of people's decisions. Um some people of course really get into golden retrievers and labs and things like that because they like to hunt and they're good dogs for that too. But oh, they're just It's hard
1: uh, to imagine Sandy hunting, your former dog, <laughs> but
0: the, the, Yeah, Sandy my <laughs> <the> most blandly <laughs> named golden retriever ever. <laughs> goldie she was
1: she was sweet too but she
0: was a nice dog and and put up with so much shit from us when we were
1: yeah i i knew her when she was kind of on the older side i think but
0: and and she you know sweet sweetie that she was she was dumb as a post (laughs) very dumb dog but but was was perfect for our family really was and we, we loved her to death yeah. And but the funny thing of course she came from uh, a pedigreed uh golden retriever parents that were hunting blah 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 had the papers and all that and all funny. So who who knows what you're going to get.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right.
0: And th- th- this we're pretty excited about this though and we're th- oh, good. This, it's one of those things you think about that like okay when when is a good time to get get a puppy and yeah. all the stuff yet yeah, there's a lot of work involved and things like oh that. sure and you think well hmm when should we do this blah 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 and this is about as good of a time as any sure us. and um people working
1: at home more and- <laughs> yep
0: there's more and one of us you know my, my wife is still home all the time and i i can take some time off and we have a, a yard and all this you know, we're pretty well set up
1: uh, yeah, yeah, and you've been working on. I mean, you've been thinking about this a little bit and working on getting the fences set up better. Definitely,
0: and... yeah, yeah. So we're working to to get everything ready for this, and I I think this is the time, and uh, so we're we're very excited about it. And
1: oh, good, I it. look forward to hearing what name you pick, but you have to kind of wait to see the dog. I think. I
0: seems think we like. are, though. We have a couple of uh... scruffy, yeah. <laughs> or scrappy, you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> scrappy. Name it after a Walter Brennan character.
0: That's right. Groot. Oh, yeah. We'll call yeah. It, call the dog Groot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, stay tuned on that. We'll, uh, I'll, I'm sure by the time <laughs> I'll have an update the next time we record. But
1: hopefully, hopefully, we'll have this episode out before September.
3: <laughs> oh my god, I hope so. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, and otherwise, things around here are you know getting better and gigs are starting to pop back on the calendar this summer and yeah that, and
1: not just outdoor ones
0: <laughs> yeah so well this summer so far the two i have on the calendar are both outdoors but
1: uh i actually what, bought, whatever works <laughs> i don't know if i told you this but i actually bought concert tickets in september um whoa loud or, or uh rufus Wainwright and jose gonzalez are playing at the northrop
0: and jose Guervo. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I probably have one of those before I go I don't oh, know if that's, you've heard That's cool Yeah I've never seen I've never gone to a I've, I've seen several Loudon Wainwright concerts But right. I've never gone to a Rufus one. Oh, Oh I'll bet but, that'll be uh, good the, the, But that Jose Gonzalez Is is really good too I don't know if you've if heard him but um, I don't
0: think so Yeah
1: Yeah so That was kind of I mean I was like oh, I don't know The tickets are kind of expensive And and this and that, and it's not oh, till that, September. That is and,
0: a nice place to see a concert, though, too.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I got. I said, plus, you know, plus you
0: have free, free parking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
0: At the U of M.
1: <laughs> well, I, I pay for it already. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could use my parking contract. And, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if Jody will go with me yet, or I mean, I got to find a date, I guess. But Aww. They had all these different tiers and stuff. I mean, I haven't, I haven't purchased. Like a concert ticket thing like this in a long time. I don't think I don't I've even... been
0: to uh, anything in the the renovated <clears throat> uh, Northrop Auditorium. Yeah. Um, the last thing I saw there was Steely Dan before they <laughs> remodeled it.
1: Wow, well, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm glad you're doing that.
1: Yeah, but then other things are popping up, and I'm like, oh wow, that'd be. But there, some of them are really far out, you know. It's It's, it's like, but I've missed concerts because I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in August or whatever.
0: You do have to plan pretty far in advance. Like, the best example of that is like, oh, before the pandemic, like way before, actually. Sure. um, My mom and a couple other family members caught wind of this um, revival Broadway production of The Music Man. Oh. which which was being put together, and it was going to star Hugh Jackman as Harold Hill. Sure. Wow. And, that, and that's pretty cool. He, he's a talented guy. He could do it.
1: Yeah. And it was well, a, sure. kind of
0: a new, again, I'm sure they'll revise it and all that stuff. But, yeah, they were going to do that on Broadway, and my mom was just like, I really want to do this. This is so fun. We're going to go to New York. And Yeah. Uh, and she got tickets for it. And, and now you got to figure
1: out the rest. <laughs> and, and then,
0: because she had to buy them like a year out or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
0: and then of course the pandemic completely. Th- and then they kept changing the dates, rescheduling yeah, it. Yeah, and I guess it's tentative. Her, her tickets are now for twenty twenty two. Wow, she's still gonna do it. I, I that, that's the but that's kind of how things are right now. Yeah, everything's you know, just being put back together.
1: I mean, y- y- but you you do have to just pull the trigger sometimes or whatever the phrase is if, it's, imp- if plug. it's
0: important yeah live thing you should probably do it like, It's like, like it's like i i really one of these days i i really hope i'm able to see paul mccartney again if he comes back i'm gonna make it a point to do it because i've never gotten to see one of his live shows no and i've i've heard they're they're great the the the
1: one the one thing that i i will probably always kick myself about a little bit was missing devo the last time they were at the zoo or whatever <laughs> I was like, why didn't I, I was like, I didn't quite, I didn't have the money at the time, but I could have just put it on a credit card or something. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Debt or Devo?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They'd probably appreciate that.
0: They do appreciate that. So there.
1: I (laughs) devolved. I guess the other thing, just before we go, uh, my, my oldest daughter, April, uh, she will just send me this weird music link sometimes. And last night she sent me this uh you, you know the pyramid song by Radiohead. It's one of the oh yeah. One of the best songs ever. I don't know. We'll just say that. I mean it's really cool. But it, somebody made a version, supposedly, that's eight hundred times slower. <laughs> that's on kind YouTube. of a
0: dirge as it is anyway, so
1: <laughs> and and it's it's I listened to quite a bit of it actually, and it it is. Is it, it, is, is it like
0: two hours long?
1: It, well, it's thirty nine minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't quite finish it, but I'll tell you, there are some kind of religious sort of. I mean, it is, it's it's heavy, but yeah, it, I I don't know if anyone has some time time to listen to a time to lean. I, time to listen to a eight hundred times slower version of Pyramid Song. At least start at least listen to the beginning of it. It was like, wow. <laughs> oh, what an idea. Well, I don't know. But it, it it makes it kind of ambient, sort of. I, I was
0: I was just thinking, I wonder if that's an ambient music kind of thing.
1: Well, she likes ambient music, so that's probably where she found it. But the the thing it was relaxing, but it was also I was also feeling pretty anxious because I think even with that song the way it is you're waiting for resolutions and and that but when it slowed down so much you're like when is this going to resolve you know it's like it's like uh I don't know I just felt kind of my heart rate was elevated it was really weird it was a weird experience and I wasn't even on anything at the at the time I was laying there with my eyes closed listening to it I was like I I think this probably would kill you if you were on acid or mushrooms or <laughs> Or something. I think you would just... Maybe it's better on of, weed or something. Maybe weed or anything. I think you would just go inside your head and never come back out. <laughs> kind of a Sid Barrett thing or something. Well, fine. Well, I guess we kind of got a topic. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We knocked, we knocked McRib, McRib as off. As
0: <laughs> long as McRib is off the list,
1: mission accomplished. <laughs>
0: I'm okay that, with it.
1: And that got... A lot of tangents there afterwards, oh. but time to tangent.
0: That's right. Well, thank thanks for hanging with us while we <laughs> take our sweet bloody time <laughs> coming up, getting these things done.
1: I know we've had a couple people. Like, What's going on? But we'll, well, What's and we did. On? We did get a badge from Pod uh, Podbean for our one thousandth 1, download.
0: Download. Yeah. Yeah
1: thousandth.
0: And we responded by releasing fewer episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, oh, we'll no. just send
1: out a bunch. Of, maybe we could get our downloads up if we just do like this one. Could just be like eight, <laughs> eight, uh, like ten minute episodes.
0: <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode sixty-three, part five.
1: <laughs> no, we're not going to do that.
0: All right. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your holiday weekend, and yeah, and, and you as well. Do try and try and do nothing.
1: No, oh, I I don't know. I'm i actually gonna go hiking tomorrow. I'm taking my youngest daughter and her friend. We're, we're gonna oh, go. It, it we're might, gonna it might go, rain. I know. We'll wear dress appropriately, but we're gonna um. My my daughter's the. My youngest daughter, Adeline, is really into mushrooms. so All the different kinds of. <laughs> she doesn't eat them or <laughs> not, not, hallucin- not, not hallucinogens, but because they, they just look cool, you know. So when we are on hikes, she like, that, what's isn't that it what's called?
0: It? Mushroom hunting.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not gonna maybe eat anything, but because um, <laughs> I don't know enough about it, mushrooming they call it. But, yeah. <laughs> so we're. I might. I might get a book too if anything's open. I, I'm kind of. It's a kind of impromptu, but so we're gonna do that and then, uh, probably I don't know, Monday maybe do a picnic. I don't know, it's kind of a three day weekend. Picnic basket, hello, what kind of basket? Boy, Yogi, well, I can't remember. What was <laughs> that, that? That, that,
0: that? That's that sounds like boo boo with after he had a couple packs of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I did <laughs> Yogi.
1: Yogi, Well I'm trying to remember the voice. What was the young? What was <laughs> the smaller? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I. Boo boo. It's boo boo. Is the name of. Hey boo
1: boo. Well, yeah, yeah. Yogi.
0: Yo- yogi's. So. Hey, have I think we got a I think basket? I'm smarter than yogi. the average yogi.
1: What was kind of that sort of a voice, kind of a. Hey. Yeah, it's yogi. a
0: nasally kind of. Voice. Yogi.
1: I that can't do it thing. quite yeah. right. All right. Fine. Oh, I just, I, I
0: just got some feedback for doing the bad Yogi Bear imitation. I
1: don't know. That was better than... So, So
0: my my lovely wife really... Can, can she do gonna, better? She's going to make her own podcast, <laughs> but she won't come on this one.
1: Oh, she's going to do a podcast?
0: Well, I think she's going to make one with her daughter.
1: Oh, are they going to talk about... Uh, is it going to be called Mary Jane?
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be something like that. I don't know. <laughs>
2: okay that's okay
1: all right
0: no i I said go for it
1: yeah that that should that might be that might be fun she's she's your wife's funny we were gonna do that
0: we were gonna do a thing where we would like the two of us were gonna have a have a podcast where we like say um (laughs) she talks about food like a a meal we had and i would talk about a movie and we called call it dinner on the davenport
1: no, oh, that's nice. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. We'll
1: have all kinds of podcasts going on.
0: Well, well, we'll do lots.
1: Well, Sean, Connie was talking about Sean uh, C doing a podcast with uh, uh, their granddaughter. They, because uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I watched a video of they just make up these little stories. It's really funny. Um, she's she's very inventive. I mean, and of course Sean, you know, he's he's funny, but wrong. Uh, just kidding. Uh, speaking of Sean, see, uh, here's a live uh, recording of uh, the time where the uh, the fellas met up with Sean and did a tasting or something.
0: Hi. Special Time to Lean episode. Field recording. Field recording. Uh, April 3rd, 2027. That's when this little episode will come out. <laughs> Today we're trying Twin Being Stout. <laughs> beer yeah and, uh, we have phil and
3: sean are here Hi. with
1: me twin Bing in a glass twin That's right fernston fernston brewing company
3: so we're, we're made trying made in sioux falls south dakota oh i won't hold that no. against it we'll, we'll
1: try not to is it made in
3: sioux falls it is i just looked okay maybe but this will be better than the, the twin Salton twin Nuts bings are made in sioux city iowa sioux city iowa now, and we're see.
0: all fans of the candy bar we oh, are yes and, and have been granular. since childhood they're they're good south dakota's iowa i guess staple but yes because um, the twin beings... and, and and alongside it we have <laughs> an, um, actual, twin an actual twin being the real one and i think we're first going to try the beer you guys ready i guess we, so. yes you ready for this what are you supposed to say Stool? no stool
1: school school
0: school it's the
3: Norwegian.
1: school i know scotch just okay it's much better than the salted nut roll beer. It's better than the it is. salted nut roll beer, right?
0: You know, we'll
1: it's actually
3: it. not too bad. Well, the, oh. thing, the, 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 the thing... It's... The, it was good that they made it in a stout. It definitely... They were wise like making it a stout.
1: But there's a little cherry in
0: there. Oh, You know, the twin being-ish stuff is kind of subtle. It is. Yeah.
3: And, you know, it's not that sweet, which is good. Hmm.
0: You know, it's, this is... it's
3: a little sweet for a stout. Definitely. But not but, you know, it's smart to do a stout because that yes. has that chocolatey flavor. Yes, uh, You it, you, you can get away with a chocolate stout. I don't. It, it feels yeah, really it's,
1: sweet to me. You
3: you
0: don't well, think it's too it, sweet? No, I no, don't think it, it's too sweet. You know a lot of stouts you have kind of that edgy bitterness and this does not. Like. It has none it's, of the no, bitterness. That, I think I think the the flavoring kind of, of the candy bar part kind of rounds it off. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. kind of flattens out okay. the
3: um, the stoutness. I'm going to The bitterness eat. of the stout.
1: You're right. I'm going to eat a little bit of a Twin Bing. Okay, we have
3: it. one of those, Sean. All right. Okay. Now
1: for comparison. We
3: will have it, the actual well? Twin Bing yeah, made in well. Sioux yeah. City,
1: Iowa. Mmm. I love Twin Bings.
3: There's a fresh one, too. They mm. are. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That is nice. It's been years. Yeah. I mean, a very long time.
1: It pairs well with the, <laughs> it does. the Twin Bing. Well, so do you.
3: <laughs> it that does. one never gets old they actually it go very well together which is a good thing.
1: It makes, it makes the beer taste better it does I don't hate this I,
3: I don't either I'm surprised, this is, actually, I am too it would is have been more fun if it had sucked <laughs> it would have but you know it's actually not that bad no
1: it's actually I, decent I don't beer know. I I had no expectations after hmm. the salsa nut
3: roll one I was I was expecting it to be worse than this, hmm. but it's really not. No, that I think bad. they made a good attempt. It's probably the sweetest stout I've ever had, but yeah. yeah, like you say, stouts are usually pretty. So well, and I don't know if this one is a high alcohol content. I'm know. guessing not, because some of the stouts I've had, are... huh? Like Guinness is kind of high-ish for a beer. Yeah,
1: I like, but it. it's all right. That's yeah. all right. I don't think I'd buy any more, though. I'm not yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, but you know, I won't have trouble drinking the other beer. Yeah, it come they come in two packs. <laughs> I I we I think I'll have no trouble drinking the other one at some point.
3: Yeah.
0: No, it's definitely much better than the other pastry candy stout bar.
3: with chocolate. Can you read what Lime the toast? ABV is on it, Sean? ABB? No, oh, sorry, the alcohol by volume. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. It is 8.8%. Okay, that's pretty, pretty reasonable, isn't it? That's not for a beer. For a beer, that's I don't it's know. a it's a little high. They, they can a little higher than that. Very much.
0: No, but, that's not a lightweight. For a stout, isn't aren't stouts usually stouts? lower? Stouts.
3: Like well, it depends on the stout. I mean, like Guinness, I think is a bit higher than that. Oh, actually, mm. is that know.
0: American Guinness or Irish Guinness?
3: Ah, uh, good point. uh Oh, I actually don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Did you know that if you drink it at a room temperature, the alcohol volume is higher? I did not know It's that. not true at all Oh okay <laughs> Is that a, Is that one of those um... I just made that up Urban legends mm, Not urban at all
3: It's Suburban Suburban Twin well, Bing In a glass Well Okay, okay. That, well, that, that was Fern? not offensive From Palmer Sorry folks Candy Company Well, It's yeah. actually not bad Tim Fernson... Whiskers Came
1: out with a Bomb Pop mm-hmm. Beer we Are gonna try that next Bomb, the bomb pop? pop I
3: think I think that We that,
1: should I think that would be terrible I Florida. thought this was going to be terrible too.
3: I, I did not expect it to be this drinkable. I, I, I had a funny it's feeling that since drinkable. it was a stout, I please. wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's one yeah. of the best stouts, but it's very drinkable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there it is. We'll give yeah. it. We'll give it. A, I think it's good. A three out yeah. of eighteen leans. Okay.
3: Eighteen. <laughs> <18? laughs> Why eighteen? am 18. What's so special about eighteen?
1: I don't know. I just You just like the number eighteen? I was trying to think of a, a wider range than because yeah, everybody says because four or five. Because it's, it's the It's usually the,
3: five or ten.
0: It's the age you could drink <coughs> free four. two beer when we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> John will translate. Uh, good night, folks.
2: Like, Here's the song. It was late. Uh, Steps running down the hall, they came inside where my eyes not working right. It was the little people answering their call. <laughs> Late at night when the little people showed up Each one could fit in a little teacup They crashed into the room like a car pile up They danced and sang into the night they drank all my whiskey and were feeling alright The leader was Mr. Wim he Filled a tiny glass to the brim He said, I hope you don't mind if we say a spell He missed a boo doing well We need to throw a party In the honor Of Mr. Boo The sorry goner He was eating my old Tim Cat He took one bite and that was that He was down at the laundromat Looking for Lent In the latest flat Mr. Wind Took out and he pipe And he lit a match on his beard With a flourish swipe It was the night little
1: people showed up
2: Each one could fit in a little teacup They crashed into the room like a car pilot The dancers sang into the night Smoked a little weed and were feeling alright Some went half past three When Mr. Wim took a peek He said, come on boys, gather up your toys Thanks big guy, sorry for the noise Mr. Wim has a big'un that he employs They'll be around to clean the mess I hope it didn't cause too much stress that they left just as they came And Mr. Wim he did explain You biggins are okay No matter what us little ones say and If you're ever near the little lamparts Tell them Mr. Wim said to open up their hearts It was the night that little people showed up Each one could fit in a little teacup the room like a car pile up. and the dancers sang into the night, drank all my whiskey and we're feeling alright.